Hello and welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast with myself, Hannah Murphy. I'm a mum of three and multiple business owner, and I have set this podcast up in order to serve you and to help you jump through the hoops of life and business. Let's begin. Welcome back to episode 28. So this episode is all about habits and I want to talk to you about habits that will help you to prosper in life. So I'm going to just list eight of my favourites and I'm going to talk through them with you. So did you know that 40% of everything we do on a daily basis is actually habitual, which means a major part of our lives is just on autopilot? If you think about your current daily habits. I mean, you might not have really thought about them. It's not something we often stop to think about, is it? But if you think for a moment what you do on a daily basis, how do your habits currently make you feel? Do they make you feel good? And do you think that your current habits help or hinder you from reaching your goals? So, I'm just going to go over some of my top tips with you. And as I said, I've chosen eight. There are many more that can help you prosper, but these are eight of my favourites. So number one, network with like-minded people. Now, this is really important because we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. So you need to choose your circle carefully and choose who you network with and choose to learn from Um, but always look to learn from others I mean we're always learning aren't we in life Uh, we never know everything we'll always be on a learning journey so always look to people that you can learn from look to people who inspire you and I guess look for people who are going to help you grow so networking with others I mean there's just so much to be said for networking and it can just open so many doors of opportunity for you because you just never know who you're going to meet, do you? So get yourself out there and network. I mean, if you can't get out, then online now is is such an amazing place to network. I mean, there's groups aren't there on, on things like Facebook um, and LinkedIn, Instagram. I mean, Twitter, you can reach anyone in the world now and, and you can meet people and just being online but if you can get out then even better there's so many network events on now so look for something that perhaps interests you or inspires you and get out there and meet people who think like you or who inspire you people that are going to help you grow so networking number one number two dream big now this is one of my favorites dream big There is no dream that's too big. There really isn't. You don't need to be realistic when you're dreaming, okay? Dream as big as you can and never, ever, ever let anyone tell you that your dream is too big. Please, please don't let anyone limit your beliefs when it comes to dreaming because the bigger you dream, the more you can grow, the more you can reach for, okay? And just don't limit yourselves when it comes to dreaming because, as I say, no dream is too big. So please remember that. Number three, planning. Planning planning ahead even. So 
Right, this is a tricky one because, I mean, we can make plans, can't we? And often they they don't, nothing really ever goes to plan, does it? Let's face it. But you need a plan. You always need something to aim for and you need a plan. So one of the things I love doing, I love journaling. I love writing down my plans and my goals, okay? So what I do is I, re- I write out my plans for the month ahead. I write out my plans for the year ahead. And even I even write my five-year plan, even though, you know, I know things are going to change um, in five years. Like my plan might not look like that, but it is still good to have a plan. It's still good to have a goal because it will keep you on course and it will keep you moving. And that that's the aim, isn't it? You keep on moving, then you're going to, you're going to reach those goals. Keep on moving. <laughs> so having a plan, I think, is a crucial part of success. Now, my husband and I have just written our year plan, our one year plan. And it's just, it's exciting. It gets you excited, doesn't it? Thinking what you're going to plan next. And not just in business, this could be anything in life, like what are your travel plans, perhaps? Or have you got plans for moving house or um, perhaps renovating your current house? Or have you got plans for a special birthday? Or it could be anything. Uh, just having plans, it's, it's, kind of, it's almost what keeps us going, isn't it? It's really important to have plans and make plans because it builds momentum it gets us excited it has it gives us something to live for it gives us something to focus on which brings me nicely on to my next point which is number four and that is staying focused mm. <laughs> staying focused it's quite hard sometimes isn't it believe me I know I've got three kids and I'm running around here there and everywhere quite often and staying focused is very hard it's just so easy just to lose focus but focus really is your key to success believe me when I say that it really is your key to success now what are your plans and goals okay ask yourself what your plans and goals are but what I I ask you to do is just choose one thing on your list to focus on at a time because this is where I've I've made mistakes in the past I have tried to do too many things so I've had five things on my plan list and I have I haven't really prioritized them I've just made them all a priority and I was trust, trying to like do all of them really um but never really getting anywhere because I was I wasn't focused on the one thing so one thing at a time choose that one thing to focus on. So I'll just give you an example. This last month or so, I have been focusing on building my email list. Um, And I've basically, I set myself a target for the end of this year, which I'm quite close to reaching. Um, And that target was to have a certain amount of subscribers on my email blog. And every morning, what I would do is I will I'll get up an hour before everybody else and I will create new content. Um, I will network with people online um, and I, I will basically give away free and valuable content to get new subscribers onto my email list. And um, and that has been my focus, my number one focus. I've made that my priority and it, it's worked because that's all I focused on. And I've just watched my email list grow because of that, because I've just been focused on that one thing. Now, this is the problem. When things get tough I suppose or when when you don't see results instantly or even after like giving it a couple of weeks two three weeks a month even 
you can start to feel really disheartened. And I do know, because I mean, I, you know, we're human, all of us, and I even feel like that at times. But what I do know now, um, the proof is in the pudding, <laughs> I do know that through staying focused and committing and sticking at it, you will see results, okay? There's, there's, you just will. It just, it will happen. If you can just dedicate yourself and focus then the results and the success will follow, okay? So, number five, wake up early. <laughs> okay, not every day. You can give yourself a break sometimes, have a lion. But, yeah, it's quite a hard one if you're not an early riser. Um, and I never used to be. Uh, but waking an hour earlier, okay, for me, it has meant that I have so much more time in my day now to do all the things that I actually really love doing. So it's just freed me up by giving myself that extra hour in the morning to to be able to fit more into my day or the things things that I really want to do. And uh, I've, I actually have more energy now than than ever by waking that that hour earlier. Might sound strange, hey? (laughs) Um, But I've just become so much more productive since I started setting my alarm an hour earlier than normal. So I wake at 6am every day. Um, Sometimes at the weekends, I give myself a bit of a a break and I stay in bed a bit longer. But most of the time now, I I actually, it's just my natural body clock. I I want to wake up. I'm I'm excited to get up and start my day. So as I say, I wake up at 6am most mornings and my family, the rest, the children, my husband, don't usually get up until about 7, 7.30. So I actually get about an hour, hour and a half to myself. Apart from when my three-year-old hears me get up and follows me down the stairs sometimes. But mostly, I have a good hour to an hour and a half to myself every morning. And now I use that hour, which I call my power hour. (laughs) I use that hour to... Firstly, I just I sort of wake myself up. I have a coffee. I love having my coffees in the morning and just looking out the window, watching the sunrise... Um, and I journal and I, I do a little five minute, minute meditation and then I'll, I'll start getting on with a bit of work and that all adds up that really does all add up that time if you think about it if you if you were to do it every day of the week or even six days of the week six seven hours extra that you have a week to be able to get things done and it has been life changing for me. Honestly, it really has. I mean, I start. To, I, I do go to bed earlier now, um, because obviously I've been up <laughs> since six a.m. But I, I honestly have such a lot more of a productive day. Um, so honestly, please try it. Um, now, if if you've got young children like me, <laughs> and well, if if you've got young babies that wake in the night and. Um, you know, then, then, then don't, don't do it yet. Wait until, until they're sleeping through. But, um, obviously sleep is, is more important than anything, but do try this method. Do try getting your power hour in, in the mornings. Evenings are harder to do because I think in the evenings we tend to get tired. And for me anyway, my brain tends to switch off after about 6, 7 PM. So I'm not as productive as I am in the morning. So just try it, even if it's only a couple of times a week to begin with. Okay, (laughs) next point, number six. Now, this is quite an important one. Live below your means. 
Right. (laughs) Again, a bit of a tough one in the society that we live in now and in the world that we live in, because many of us are guilty of this. I've been guilty in the past of doing this as well. Um, We spend money that we don't have. (laughs) Okay. Um, it's, It's life. We've got temptations all around us, haven't we? Like the latest iPhone, you know, you've got to have this and this and this and everyone, you know, you feel like, I guess in the society we live in, it, it, you kind of want to keep up with the Joneses, but you don't need to keep up with the Joneses, okay? <laughs> You've got a goal to reach. You don't need to worry about what the Joneses are doing. So this year, I, I read a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And I'm not going to tell you all about what the book what the book's about, because I, I what I really want you to do is, is get the book and read it, because it is life-changing. It really is. It's going to change your whole mindset around money and spending. So if you have issues with your spending, please do read this book, The Richest Man in Babylon, it's called, and it will just teach you methods to make your money work for you, no matter how much you're earning, okay? And it will just teach you to live within your means or just below your means so that you've got a bit of money spare for when a rainy day may come your way. Um, So, the richest man in Babylon. I mean, it's quite obvious, really. We should live within or below our means. Like, you know, it's just that we, there's things now. You get credit cards, don't you, and overdrafts. So you can you can spend money that you don't have, but it, that's only ever going to lead us into problems if we don't have the money to pay it back. So trying to change your mindset around money and your spending will help you to prosper, I promise. Um, I'm not saying in any way to limit your beliefs, because God knows, you know I'm all about dreaming big and not limiting your beliefs. But if your current financial situation does not allow you to spend money on the latest smartphone or the latest holiday or whatever it is, then you must try to understand that. And I know it's hard when everyone around you might be doing it, Um, chances are a lot of these people will be in the same situation as you and spending money they don't have, okay? But you are working on your dreams, you are working on your goals. So while you're working on your personal and financial growth, live within or just below your means. It will help you prosper, I promise you. Right, (laughs) number seven, make your health a priority. Right, this is just so obvious, isn't it? It really is. Like, but we do, we don't do it. I mean, why? <laughs> why don't we make our health a priority? Because without health, what do we have really? Without our health, what can we achieve? What can we do if we haven't got our health? Our health is our wealth, and our health is what keeps us alive. So many people just work themselves into the ground and they just put their health on a back burner for for what? For money, money, you know? Let's keep going and not worrying about our health. Let's just, it's, it's just, I can't get my head around it. I really can't. I just don't understand why we often think this way because the only thing that's going to happen is, is you're going to be forced to stop anyway when you become ill because you've worked yourself into the ground. There's only one way that can go, and that's down. So if you think about it, we would pay any money, wouldn't we, to be well? We would. If you, if you get sick or someone you know gets sick, you would find any amount of money that you could 
to make your loved one well again or to make yourself well again. So why on earth aren't we spending more, time, more money on, on keeping ourselves well and preventing illness in the first place? Why are we not doing that? And if you think about it, it, again, it's just society, like a lot of people say, I can't afford to buy the, that organic food. That's quite expensive, that organic food. Or I can't afford a gym membership. I can't afford to do that. Um, but you'll see people go out and blow that money on a night out of drinking. Um, and they, that money could have spent, been spent on, on good food or it could have been spent on gym membership or yoga class. So it just doesn't make any sense. So really do think about this, please, please, because the gift of health is what keeps us alive. And we really do need to value our health more and to make it our number one priority in life. Because without it, honestly, we really don't have anything, do we? Think about it. Make your health a priority. Lastly, number eight, have an attitude of gratitude. And I'm always talking about this because gratitude, it's at the core of manifesting prosperity on all levels. It's, it's at the core of everything, really. And I've talked about gratitude a lot in my past episodes, but being grateful for all that you currently have now in this moment really is the key to your prosperity. I mean, there's just, there's always something to be grateful for. And I'm just, I can't bear it when people say, I don't know, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Yes, you do. You're alive. You're breathing. Look at the world we're in. Okay. Yes, bad things happen in this world, but there's so many beautiful things that happen in this world. And just be grateful that you are here and you are breathing and you are living now in this, in this present moment. So there's always something to be grateful for in life. And you might want to try this, tra- this challenge that I recently did. So it's a gratitude challenge. And for 28 days straight, what I, d- what I did and what you can do is you can write 10 things each day that you're grateful for. And you do that for 28 days. And each day it's got to be 10 different things. <laughs> and, and I thought first of all, oh God, that's quite a lot of things, isn't it? I've got to come up with 10 different things every day for 28 days. That's going to be quite hard. But honestly, it's not. It's not hard at all. In fact, I had more things, more than 10 things most days that, that I wrote down on my list. Um, but try it for 28 days because you'll be surprised how much in your life you have got to be grateful for. And a really magical thing happens when you're grateful. Because what happens is when you start feeling grateful for things, more things will come into your life to be grateful for. And that's the magic of gratitude. So that's number eight, have an attitude of gratitude. So I'm just going to finish this off with a little quote, like, uh, you know, I like my quotes. (laughs) And this is from Mahatma Gandhi. Keep your thoughts positive because your thoughts become your words. Keep your words positive because your words become your behavior. Keep your behavior positive because your behavior becomes your habits. Keep your habits positive because your habits become your values. Keep your values positive, because your values become your destiny. (music) 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.